You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and cross darkness. Testimony time, and we want to welcome our sister Erica to share a very, very powerful testimony with us. Sister Erica, looking smooth. So tell us who you are and where you're from. Um, I'm Erica. I'm in the Communion Stars and I'm from the Willett Centre. Wowza. And what's your testimony about? So my testimony is about my great change and how I gave my life to Christ. Beautiful. So tell us, what was your life like before you gave your life to Christ? So (laughs) before I gave my life to Christ, I was very stubborn. As in, I was so independent. I was the type of person to say, you know, just... Give your life when you're 30 or 40, it's fine. Just and how, how old are you? I was about 19. 19 at yes. the time. So you were waiting from 19 to 30 yes, to give your life to Christ. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I was also very, you know, I thought I was very good. I was like, you know, I'm G's with God. It's fine. Like, you're, you're what with God? G's. G's. Yes, okay. Can you please explain what that means in standard English? So like... We're friends, like he knows me, I know him. Oh wow, like Moses. Yes, please. So you believe that you and God had a friendship. Say hey! Even though she said she was waiting till 30 to give her life to Christ, she believed that she was God's friend. Wow. It's a CSD. Okay. So, what changed? So, it was first year of uni and me and my friends decided to go to the Freshers' Fair. I don't know how we managed to go because, you know, in between everything, we went to parties. I don't know how tired I was, but I was probably still hungover when I went to the Freshers' Fair. But yeah, so when we got there, we saw a store and it said, first love. And then there was a small girl. She just came running towards us. She was, you know, very excited. I was a bit scared. But she was like, hi, you know, um, just telling me about this amazing church that we have to go to. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And because I was good, I was the good friend, I actually gave her my number. And I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, we'll come, we'll come. We didn't go. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) After a couple of months, I remember I used to run away from her in the library. As in, my friend used to call me from the ground floor and be like, okay, cool. She just came in, so run to the third floor. She never goes there. You know, we even nominated people. Okay, if you see this girl, please tell us. Yeah, it was was quite bad. So, (laughs) thankfully, um, she managed to get one of my friends to go to church. And he kind of swapped places with her. So, he kept asking me to come to church. And then his main, like, tactic was, you know, oh, Erica, I'm telling my testimony this week. You should come. I was like, ah, what kind of church? So, he was using the fact that he's going to share his testimony in church to get you to come to church. Those of you that need a tactic. (laughs) 
So I was like, ah, what kind of church? As in, you're so special, they want you to give your testimony every week. Okay, I'll come, no problem. <laughs> so I decided to go, and I remember that Sunday changed my whole life. As in, I was looking around, I was thinking, okay, so which one of you guys told the lady pastor my whole life? Because I felt so convicted, as in... I remember she was talking about how um, you don't know when you're going to die. And if you died right now, would you go to heaven or to hell? And I was thinking, ah, but I'm sure I'm, I'm a good person. I'm, you know, I'm going to get to heaven. But then she was naming the characteristics of people who go to hell, and I ticked every single box. Wow. Yes. So on that day, did you give your life to Christ? Yes, I decided to give my life, and I've never looked back. Okay, so how would you... How would you describe your life now that you're born again? So now, rather than being independent, I'm very much dependent on God. I feel like every burden I have, God, I know that God can carry it for me. You know, I'm no longer subscribed to the group that says you should give your life to at 40. I'm, you know, thinking I'm now subscribed to the group that says give your life now. Yeah, and I'm yeah grateful. I thought you'd be clapping. <laughs> Beautiful. So what would you like to say to everybody that's heard this testimony? Um, I would like to say, you know, don't take advantage of the fact that we tell you to give your lives every week. At the end of the day, you don't know when your last Sunday will be. So what are you actually waiting for? Beautiful. Clap for Erica for such a powerful testimony. So when people are running away from you in the library, how many of you have experienced people running away from you before because you're inviting them to church? So don't be discouraged. One day they'll come. Amen. And they'll give their lives to Jesus. was right, but I didn't know how to 
one more time for Sela. Are you overcoming your enemy? Well, I believe today that we'll be equipped to defeat the enemy even further. I want you to stand to your feet. It's been such a blessed service so far. Are you expectant? Oh, are you sure? Are you excited? Is this the best time of the service? Then clap your hands and welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. and let's pray thanking God for today Father we thank you for another blessed opportunity thank you for your blessing thank you for your kindness and thank you for all that you have prepared for us today Lord may souls be saved may there be miracles may there be deliverance may there be understanding may wisdom be imparted Lord Father, let your presence be strong in our midst today, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of being in church to hear your word, Lord. Anoint your word today. Anoint the words that shall be spoken today, Lord. Thank you for your power that shall be made manifest here. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Show us mercy, Lord. Show us mercy. And show us your grace. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Always good to be in church, isn't it? Are you happy to be in church? Do you love coming to church? Do you enjoy coming to church? Okay, so one is continue sharing on um, Know Your Invisible Enemies. Um, we are going through different chapters of that beautiful book. And um, today we're going to look at another chapter and learn a few things. Last week, what did we talk about? You forgot it? Demons and the impartation of thoughts. Some of you are getting, gaining control over your thoughts and your thinking. The Bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So do not underestimate thoughts, what you are thinking about. Don't think it's just something that is happening. What, what you are thinking about, what is making you think what you are thinking is also a very important thing not to treat lightly 
the scripture says that if there's going to be any praise, if there'll be any praise, if there'll be any virtue, think on these things. How many of you like to see praises in your life? How many of you like to develop good virtues? Virtues are good anyway. So how many of you like to develop virtues in your life? Yes, then think in a certain way. So your thoughts, your thoughts, when you have a lot of negative, oblique thoughts, it means that you are being drained of virtue. You are being drained of everything that, everything that can be a blessing to you. You know, sometimes someone that can be a blessing to you, then you have all these wonderful, negative, evil thoughts about the person. And so you don't have a good relationship with that person to benefit, to have the full benefit of what you could have got out of that wonderful blessing. Sometimes a church that God has planned for you to be blessed in, to grow, to know God, to walk with God, to discover your purpose and your calling, then thoughts are planted in you through whatever means. And then you feel, this is not the place for me. I can't be here. I can't be happy here. I can't go to church all the time. And then your life is reduced to nothing, to nothing, to nothing, nothing. Meanwhile, you could have been an arrow in the, in the hands of the Lord to strike the enemy, to destroy the enemy. But the base where you will be deployed from, Satan has cleverly spoken to you, encouraged you to have some thoughts, to move out of that place. No, you are nothing. No effect, no power. Nothing. So, don't underestimate your thoughts. Don't underestimate the things that occur to you. When something occurs to you, you have to really, really ask yourself, is this from God or not? Is this from God or not? And whatever, whatever, whatever those thoughts are guiding you to do, it should explain to you where the thought is coming from. Because you know from the fruits. You know from the effect of the thing. So, so what you think about is either from devils or from the Holy Spirit. All comes to the mind. All comes to the mind. All come. Don't easily entertain thoughts of somebody doesn't like you. You know those kind of thoughts. Somebody doesn't like you. This, this, this person doesn't like me. This person is like this. Don't entertain such thoughts. Such thoughts and don't think that they are just things that are occurring to you. They are demonic. We are talking about demons. Invisible enemies, and I'm explaining to you because when the thoughts are coming, you may think that it's just, it's just a thought. Like someone would say, you can't, you can't, you 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 can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can you can stop it from doing what, making a nest on your head. What do you mean? What, what kind of what kind of talking is that? What kind of talking is that? You can't stop a bird from flying over your head. So so all birds should fly over your head. Why don't you do that to yourself? That all birds come and fly. They shouldn't make nests. They should just fly. Are you an airport? <laughs> or a runway? When, when, the, when the scripture says that casting down imaginations and bringing and taking thoughts captive, you're saying that birds should fly. And the scripture is saying that bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience 
of Christ. In other words, convert rebellious ideas to to, ide- to, to a, a mindset and thought that are compliant with the word of God and with the teachings of the word of God. Bring it, bring it to captivity. It means that it's possible to convert your thoughts and get your thoughts to align with the word of God and with the teachings that you've been hearing from the word of God. He's not saying that my thoughts are flowing. My thoughts should flow. Your thoughts should influence. It's bringing into captivity. Bring it. Thoughts are things. Th- thoughts, are, thoughts, are, thoughts are like entities. Thoughts are like persons. Thoughts have, thoughts have characters and personalities. That's what the scripture is saying that it is possible to arrest a thought and to take into captivity a thought. A thought is not just, it's not just, it's not just um, we have what? We have solids, liquids, and then what? Gas. Yes. Thoughts are not like gas. They are not, they are, they are not, they are not like, they are not, it's not, it's not something that hasn't got substance. That's what the scripture is saying, that bringing it into captivity. Have no regard for your thoughts. Because your thoughts, you see some of us, your thoughts are destroyed. If your thoughts have destroyed you. Your thoughts have changed you. Your thoughts have turned you into something else. Sometimes you start off well. You can do well and you will do well. And then suddenly thoughts. And you allow the thoughts to be, to be lingering in your head. Suddenly you change. See, thoughts, thoughts even, it changes your facial expression. That's why quiet people are dangerous people. Yeah, somebody who doesn't say much. Doesn't say much, won't say much. But has thoughts. You'll be, you'll be immature and inexperienced to think that someone who is not saying anything but always around is really in love with you. You're joking. You don't, you don't know what the person is planning. You don't know what the person is plotting. And especially if you are a leader, you must always be interested in what people are thinking. Be wary, be wary of a non-speaking but smiling person. Be wary of that person. It's always smiling. Why are you always? Why are you even always happy? Why are you even always happy? I mean, are you not a human being? Why are you always happy? Aren't you angry sometimes? Is that the something that you don't like? Why are you always happy? Thoughts are very important things, but that's not what we are talking about today. We are talking about something else. Hey. I just thought that I'll remind you about thoughts, so that you don't you don't play with thoughts, don't joke with thoughts. Don't 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 think someone doesn't say anything that means the person agrees with everything. Usually, people who don't say much are the people who disagree with everything. Fish out for what is in that coconut. Do you know coconut? Do you know coconut? Fish out, fish for it. The scripture says, that "Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks." 
until you get the mouth to run, you won't know what somebody's thinking. You don't know what people are thinking. And people are thinking all the time. All the time people are thinking. Smiling, but they are thinking. Not smiling, but they are thinking. When they start acting, you'll be, then you're surprised. You're in shock. It's like, how? I thought you were saying, you see, you thought, you thought because you never got them to speak. Mm-hmm. And anytime someone speaks, never take it lightly. Even when they say sorry, say, yes, sorry, but that's what is in your heart. Mm. We accept your apology. We accept your apology, but we know you now. Mm. That's what's in your heart. So today we can just it's a blessing. It's not a blessing to be alive. Turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter six. Ephesians chapter 6. The title of my message today, or the chapter we're dealing with it, is Demonic Operations and Maneuvers. Okay. Demonic Operations and Maneuvers. Ephesians chapter 6, and let's start from verse 10, which says that, which says that finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the might. How many of you like to be strong in the Lord? Strong in the Lord. Strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's my prayer for you that you will not be weak in the Lord, but you'll be strong in the Lord. When, when you are strong, when you are strong in something, it's very difficult, it's very difficult to be, to, to change and to be converted or to be removed. No, you have, a, you have convictions about things. People, people who are strong in politics, they are like strong. They are like strong in the in in the, in the with conservatives. It's not it's not easy to sway them. It's not easy to sway them. If, even even if even if conservative party sacks them for not voting for the prime ministers, uh, whatever um, uh, the prime ministers deal for Brexit, you will see that they will never vote for Labour. Never. Never. Because they are strong. They are strong in whatever made them that they are strong in it. If you ever see, they'll say they, they become liberal Democrats. They become liberal. It's like, like the middle. The middle. Yes. You see, they are, they are in the middle somewhere. But you will not easily find someone move from here and go there. Yes. So be strong in the Lord. Don't be a Christian today. The next time we see you, say you are something else. Yes. Yeah. Or even, or even to say, or even to say where your churches is too far, it's not even a good sign. It's not. It's not. It's not even a good Christian sign that your church is too far. It's not. It's not. It's not the testimony. You see, it. it, it it's allowed. But I'm explaining to you what it means 
what it means. It's like, it's like going out with your two-week-old baby. And your baby, and your baby, um, um, solves, solves himself. It's allowed. But it's allowed because it's a baby. Do you understand? So I'm saying to you that when you say, there are certain things when you say or you do, it's a reflection, it's a reflection of your spiritual status. That's what, that's what I'm saying to you. And will you not like to grow up? Yes. yes. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm encouraging you to grow up and to be strong in the Lord. So you'll be strong. So when we say, look, next week, First Love London, we are meeting in Manchester. I expect all of you to be there. I expect all of you to be there. All of you. All of you. Yes. And I'm serious. I expect all of you to be there. All. Manchester, yes. We're going up north. All we have to do is that we just go Saturday night and sleep over. And then Sunday we start. Yes. If it's during the summer, so we go Saturday afternoon, we, we meet somewhere in the, in the town center, we fellowship, we eat McDonald's, we're happy, we do some outreach. Yes. And then we are there. But this kind of is far. It's, it's not there. It's not. It's not. Is it? It doesn't. It's allowed because it can, it can happen. It happens. But it is not the best Christian level to reach. Because we've traveled for other things before. Does your Does your beloved live next door to your house? Is Is she next door? Please. Please. And meeting up with your beloved and coming to church, which one happens more often? How many times do you go to church? You know, once we meet once a Sunday. How many times do you see your beloved? Some, sometimes twice in a day. Ah, Shameless. Is it, is it not true? Sit down, sit down. Quiet. In case, in case you are new today, this is a church that we like beloveds. We, I mean, we, re, we really like to marry. I mean, we like it. I mean, we really, we really like ourselves. So I'm just telling you, so you're not, so you're, you're, you don't wonder what is this beloved. The beloved is, is someone you are in a relationship with, with the intention of getting married. Yes. So, and we really like it. I mean, we like it from the, from the pastor you are listening to all the way. I mean, did you not even see the documentary? Did you not see that? They brought a picture of him and his beloved. This like, is like almost 30 years ago. He has kept all the pictures. He's kept the pictures ah, till today. If they had asked me, I would have even given them more, but they didn't ask me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
No, apart from apart from being strong in the Lord, serious about Christianity, we can have we are Londoners. We can have a Sunday service in Leeds. We, we can we can even go to Scotland. <laughs> Apart from apart from that, apart from that, you see about this. Apart from that, we like beloved dosing. We like it, and we like we like marriage. We like to marry. I mean, we we marry. Yes, your wedding is coming soon. Are you receiving it? Some of these special blessings you have to receive in a special way. <laughs> yes. You must have the special way of receiving. I said, Your wedding is coming. Ah, you got to. Go to. Just receive. No. Yeah. This one is happening. <laughs> yeah. So, be strong in the Lord, the power of His might. Verse eleven says that. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able, you may be able, to stand against. The wiles of the devil. Now, this is also an instruction the scriptures are giving to us. It's telling us that the devil has operations and maneuvers. The world, the word, the word you say wiles are like tricks. He has tricks, subtle moves that he can move. So, in other words, when he says an operation or even a maneuver, it's like a move. It's like a move. It's like someone is making a move against you. You know, like like this kind of um, scams and um, and this kind of thing. It's like a move that someone is making against you to get your money and to take your money and to steal from you. It's a move. It's a move where, where it's like it's like almost like an advanced trick. That when, when it's being because usually when someone is making a move on you to steal from you or to take from you, you will believe what the person is saying. Is that when you know it, sometimes you, of course, you don't know, but when you know, you know that the person is making a move on you. The person is making a move on you. The move the person is The person is trying to take an advantage of you. To take your money. To steal your money. To do this. Um, um, I, w- I was asleep at home once. <laughs> I was in bed. I was in bed. It was in the middle of the night. I was asleep. And my phone rang. rang and I looked at it. When I looked at um, the number, I think, I can't remember, but I don't know why I answered, but I felt I recognized that it's a number from my bank. So I answered, and they said, Mr. Airy. <laughs> Mr. Airy, are you in Sri Lanka? <laughs> and I said, I remember I said, you see, because I didn't know where the conversation was, so I said, look, listen, <laughs> you just woke me up. I'm asleep. I said, I am in my house. I'm 
I'm, I mentioned my address. I am there and I, I am in bed. So sorry for this TV, but we, we noticed that someone is using your card in Sri Lanka. So we wanted to check. I said, look, I am asleep. So finish your check and, and block, block that person from shopping in Sri Lanka. Yes. Is it someone? Yes, once you are, you see, once you are asleep, someone is making a move on you. Someone is trying to be fast. Sri Lanka. I was asleep. I was asleep. Fast asleep. So I wanted to be sure that it's not you. Because they know it's like we, it's like we, we know. We, I don't know how, if I, I says that we know something. We know you don't really shop there or whatever. But we just wanted to check the adventure. You've gone on holiday or so there, there are tricks that the devil would like to play on you to get you. Would, you. would you like to learn about some of the operations and maneuvers? He has tricks. And the scripture is saying that put on the whole armor of God. Which is not what we are talking about today. Otherwise, I've taken you through the, uh, the armor. But you can read it. You can read further. I mean, on, you can have your quiet time from Ephesians chapter 6. And learn about the armor of God. So you have the whole armor complete. So that is how you will be able to stand against. Without it, you can't stand against it. You can't. You can't. You actually cannot. You won't, you won't, you won't, you won't be able to withstand him if you don't have the, the whole armor of God on. You have to wear the whole armor. Then you can stand against the wiles of the devil. And then verse 12 says what? It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That is, that is, we wrestle against invisible enemies. Invisible enemies. Their names are principalities. Powers. Rulers, spiritual wickedness. These are the things that these are these are the entities and the powers that we are fighting against. Can you see their name? Principalities, powers, rulers, spiritual wickedness. And then verse 13 says what? Wherefore, again, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. So you see, serving God, in other words, it's like serving God and working with God and uh, this battle or warfare, it's not, it's not like a, 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 a leisure thing. It's not something that you do on your part-time. Yes, if you're a Christian, be, be serious. Be a Christian and be serious. Don't play games. If you're in it, be in it properly. If you're in it, be in it properly. So, you see, you may, you may think that maybe I'm joking, maybe it sounds maybe a little extreme. And say, even if the church is in Manchester, you have to find your way there. I'm talking about your Christianity. That, In other words, no matter what, I'll be in church. No matter what, I'll pray. No matter what, I'll read my Bible. That's what I'm saying. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. Whatever, whatever happens. Like, no, you can't, you can't easily separate me from my God. What reason can you be given to separate you from your God? Yes, what reason is there? Hmm. If you don't see me in church, it doesn't mean that I'm separate from my God. Stop, stop it, okay? Stop, we're in 2019. Stop it. 
this 1940s story says, you should stop it. Why don't, why, why, don't you, why don't you tell your head teacher that if, if, if you don't see me in school, I'm actually, I'm actually writing an exam. Why don't you say that to your teachers? Stop it, stop it. If you don't see me in church, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that I'm backslidden. What, what, what does it mean? When you marry, tell your wife that when you don't see me in bed, it doesn't mean that I, I don't like you. Of bed, you always you always present them. That one, what does it mean? Because when you don't see me, does it mean that? But, 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 but what does it mean? What else can it mean? I wish for to help if you tell your teacher if you don't see me, if you don't see me in school, I mean, if you don't if you don't see join an exam, let's say exam, writing the exam, you have an exam today. If you don't see me in the exam hall, it doesn't mean that I was asleep. I was writing in the library. I was writing my exam in the library. clear, isn't it? I can move on. So we say, say that. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Yes. Yes. Thank you to stand in the evil day. It means that everybody has an evil day. There's a day, there's a day where the enemy makes a move on you. And the scripture is that when that move is made, you have to stand. You have to stand. You should be able to stand. Don't fall. Don't slip. Stand. Stand. The day where, where you, are, you are broke, you are broke, stand. <laughs> Something is not working. Things are not going the way you wish it should go. Stand. 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 You see, I can preach a message called stand. Mm, stand. Seven times you must stand in your life. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Sit down. Yes. Yes. I think I know to stand. Second Corinthians chapter two. Second Corinthians. Good to see all of you. I can see you now. If you see me now. Second Corinthians chapter 2. Wow. Who's delaying us? <laughs> but I determined this with myself that I would not come again to you in heaviness. Let's do, keep going. For if I make you sorry, who is he then that maketh me glad? But the same which is made sorry by me. Do you understand the scriptures? I wrote this same unto you, lest when I came, I should have sorrow from them of whom I ought to rejoice, having confidence in you all that my joy is the joy of you all. Verse 10. To whom you forgive, you forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgave I it in the person of Christ. Lest, verse 11 is a verse I'm looking for. 
lest Satan should take advantage of us. May Satan never take advantage of you. For we are not ignorant of his devices. Yes. Satan would like to take advantage of you. That's why during this series, you would like you not to come to church. Because, because ignorance, ignorance gives him an advantage over you. Because you don't, you don't even know. Sometimes you don't know certain things. You don't know certain things. And when you don't know certain things, you do it. Thinking that it's right or it's okay. So that you can make a move because you are ignorant. If you knew the meaning and the implications of what you're doing, you wouldn't have done it. Is it not true? It's true, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. You wouldn't have done it. If you knew that this is what it means, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have said it. How many of you have said some things that you, you, you wish you didn't say? But the words are things that you can't, you can't catch it. It's gone. And then it's when the scripture is applied that out of the abundance of the heart, you say, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Someone gave me a lift once. So he and his wife were in the front. I was sitting at the back. So I was still I don't know what happened. I wasn't, I wasn't concentrating, but something happened. And next thing I heard is that this man were from church. Uh, I was a pastor. So my church members have given me a lift home. Yes, and I'm sitting at the back of their car. And they're driving and chatting. And I'm watching them, happy couples. I don't know what happened. I honestly don't know what happened. But I heard a certain word in the car. The word starts with, it starts with the letter S. I don't want to tell you which uh, letter it ends with. But it's four letters. I heard it loud and clear in the car. Who were from church. I just finished preaching powerfully like this. <laughs> With your pastor in the back. Reverend was sitting at the back. Reverend. So the wife had to use her elbow to give him a blow in the ribs. Boom. But I just, I remember, I remember I said to myself, it's too late. Don't, don't kill him. We let, let's, just, let, let's, let's arrive safely. Don't kill him. Don't fight. Because he's been saying it all this while. You've never killed him. Don't kill him. Leave him. Leave him. Relax. Relax on him. Why am I telling you this story? 
حالا بعد از آن بخواد نوا ما تلی یاد داد بعد از آن بخواد Satan has his devices and his moves. He has his moves that he makes on us. And we should not be ignorant of this. As soon as you are ignorant, he gets that done. So his duty is that you wouldn't know. So he can have the advantage. Yes, you wouldn't know. You shouldn't know. You should. You shouldn't know that dishonoring, dishonoring a father amounts to a curse. You shouldn't know. Yes, he doesn't want you to. He doesn't want you to know that ingratitude, ingratitude amounts to a curse. Yes, he does. He doesn't want you to know that. He wa- He wants you to live as though to live, to live and just say that, Lord, I have a mind. Have my mind. I can do. He wants you to be like that. Have a mind. Who is fighting with you about your mind? Have a mind. Do what you choose. He wants you to, but he doesn't want you to know that this thing is going to lead to frustration in your life. He doesn't want you to know that at all. He wants you to think, no, I, I, I can do what I want. Of course you can do what you want. Why can't you do what you want? Don't do what you want. I don't want you doing what you want. Operations and maneuvers. That's life. The moves that you make. So I'm going to I'm going to be talking to you about seven different moves and operations. But today we can only talk about one. Oh yes. And you can see that the 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 year is also finished. So it means that we won't go through all the seven. Maybe two or three max. But it's in the book, you can read it. Yes. So I'm going, I'm going to give you the seven, the seven moves and maneuvers, the seven operations and maneuvers that Satan can have on, on you. Number one, demonic oppression. Two, demonic possession. Three, demonic seduction. Four, demonic transient employment. Five, demonic entrance. Six, demonic mixing. Yes. Seven, demonic buffeting. Yes. Now these are these are like the seven operations and maneuvers that the devil can make. On someone's life. So today, like I said, we only have time for one. If one, one of the moves, I like to call it moves, because like a move. You see, when when you become a little bit sensitized and 
alert. Alert. Like the scripture says that be alert. Be, be vigilant. It says be sober and be vigilant. Because your adversary, he's moving around. He's moving around to make a move on someone. And he, he likes to make a move on people who are unguarded. Yes. You see, when someone is trying, when some of these people have these operations on, uh, on your uh, finances and your bank details, things, one of their moves they make is that they take a pound. Yes, they take a pound. They don't take a whole lot of money immediately. They take, like, they take a pound. That's, that's the move to see. To see whether, you know, I can go in for more. They just take a pound and then relax a bit and then come again. Yes. So when when this when when Satan is also making a move on you, so that you see it's very subtle. It's very subtle. You think you think it's you, you see the, the painful thing is when people think what is happening to them is nothing. And when they feel they are right, it's like I am right. Many years ago I said to myself, many years ago, you can also say it to yourself this year. I said to myself, the day I don't feel like going to church is the day I'll go to church. Wow. The day. If today I wake up, I don't feel like church. I don't feel like that day I'll go. That's the day I'll go. I can't remember, I can't remember Satan trying on me that today you don't go to church. Because it won't work. It's not going to work. It's not, it's not going to work. He's even tried. He's even tried before an ambulance came for me Sunday morning. Hey. I was home alone. Everybody had gone to church. And I, I, I said, oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. And suddenly, I had this attack. I had to call 999. He came. They took me the, in the thing and took me to the A&E. I was sitting at the A&E and I said to the people, that it's almost time to preach. <laughs> I said, oh, I have to go to church. I was in my, was in my suit and my tie, everything. I said, I said, well, what am I going to do? Am, am I not here? You know, you know the end of the story. Am I not here? <laughs> he said, look, you are discharging yourself. I said, yes. What else? Is there any people? Is there any money for me to pay or anything? He said, there's a form to fill and sign. I said, bring the form. Bring it. I signed. He said, okay, so, sir. Mr. Airy, whatever. I said, yes, I'm going. I started to preach. I started to preach. So I went out and I took a taxi. I came to church. They all thought that it's like, I've been praying and I'm coming. <laughs> I'm from A&E. I'm from A&E. Wow. I, was, I was put on something and put into the ambulance. I remember what I was saying. What, what life is this? I said, Satan, you can, you can try some things. So you are so funny. You are so funny. You are so funny. I will preach today. Ask, the only thing ringing in my mind was, I will preach today. Today I will preach. I will go to church. I will not just go to church. I will be the preacher. And I went and I preached. At the end of, at the, end of the day when I was going home, I was doing this to say, I was, you, know, you didn't want me to preach. I'll preach. 
That's why you come home, you come to church. That's why you come to You have to dance. I've come early and dance. Because he doesn't like he doesn't like it when you are dancing. Yes. When you are dancing, if he feels like ah, but this girl, you should be depressed at home. Why are you here? You have to come to church and dance. So, the first and only thing that we can talk about today is demonic seduction. (laughs) It's a move. It's a move. We block that move today. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1, it says that now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So there are, there are seducing spirits. Spirits that seduce. Yes, that's, that's their duty. In the, in, the spirits, in, the, in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. Can you see the effect of demonic seduction? It's departure from the faith. Departure. Some of you, some of you think that it's about it's about not going to first love again, or not going to love first, or not go. Oh, do you? I keep asking. Do you honestly think that Satan is worried about which church you belong to? Yeah. What he's worried about is the faith that you have. Yeah. Do you honestly think that his aim is? I mean, have you not noticed that you don't feel like going to church on, on Sunday? Monday you are at work. Yeah. Normal, okay. Because you're going, you're going to work has no effect on him. You're going to church has an effect on him. Yes. Yeah. But those are about you don't feel like clapping. You don't clap or what? Why? This is first level. We are not like that. We don't do this mature, mature things. All of those of you here, you don't feel like clapping. But your friends were clapping. You didn't hear the clap. Mm. Sit down. Sit down. Yeah, this is mature. I'm mature. I'm mature. I'm mature. What are those on this side? You didn't feel like clapping. Why didn't you clap? I didn't say stand up. I just said clap. Clap. This is first love. This kind of... I'm matured, I'm grown up, I'm matured, I'm grown up things. Now, what does it mean to be seduced? Are you there? still there? Talking about demonic seductions. Yes. Seduction is the act of being led astray. The word, the word seduction or the word to seduce, seduction is to seduce, stems from the Latin word which means literally led astray been led astray. When you are seduced, it means you have been led astray. It's, it's like what, what we use, it's like our colloquial expression, 
infest that you, you will say that you are you've gone into the bush. Yes, you've gone into the bush. Yes, that's the effect of seduction. We will say, Charlie, the guy is in the bush. He's gone into the bush. He's gone into the bush. He's gone into the bush. Yeah. He's gone into the bush. That's that's the literal meaning of seduction. You've gone into the bush. It's like, like now you are not into church at all. I mean, it's like how sad you are not into church at all. I mean, because you went into church, you went to church. Main person around, you went to singing. We remember you. You are one of the frontliners to do this. But now that now the guy is in the bush. He doesn't believe anything again. It will never be your story. Does he believe anything again? That is that is seducing spirits. Seducing spirits. Seducing spirits. Some years ago, that must have been in the in the nineties, because I remember where we were meeting. It was a Tuesday evening I was preaching. And uh, I saw like three people coming in. I mean, you know, the usual late. Everybody has different types of people. It's, it's not a problem. So they walked in. I remember two guys and a lady. When they, as they were walking in, I thought I recognized the lady. So after the service, I saw her coming to me. And I recognized her. We were in the university together. She walked to me and she said, she didn't know which church she was going to. She didn't know who, who the pastor was. She said her friend, she came with her friend, said, this friend said, please come to church. Tuesday service, let's go to church. So because she's a Christian, she said she's coming to church. So she came. I said, when she walked in and she saw me, she said, I said to myself, this guy, has done this thing. Ah, this guy, uh, literal word. This guy has done this thing. Ah, look at where it has brought him to. You understand? So it means that right from the university, she's lonely. Church, serious, doing church things, preaching, follow up, praying, doing this. It's like he's done it. Ah, that is, he's continued doing it. Now, now he's into church. Because then, then I wasn't a pastor or a church. I was just a serious Christian. Serious Christian. So it's like the journey has been long. Has been long, but the person is there. That's what they say. When, when you are not seduced, you start something, you continue. You continue. You co- my, first, my first ministry in the church was an usher. I was an usher. Today I'm preaching. You understand? I've ushered before. I only ushered for one Sunday, though. That's why I admire the ashes so much because I mean I couldn't at all. I couldn't survive it at all. I mean at all. I said no. If I continue this job, it's not it's not my calling. It's not my calling. Yeah. Just one Sunday. The following Sunday, I, I changed ministry. Yeah. I joined the prayer ministry. I said, I said, let me talk to God. It's better than talking to men. <laughs> So you see, whatever you are now, with time, you should rather get stronger, stronger, more solid there. 
when you are seduced, you are led astray. You are led astray. You are, you are led into the bush. You should be there. There, still strong, still significant. Yes. Oh, you don't like my message? Yes. Yes. Is it one of the things, one of the things you shouldn't lose, shouldn't lose, is the joy of the Lord. Because that's your strength. The joy of the Lord. The joy of going to church. The joy of serving God. The joy of being in church. You see, when, when that thing is, it's like a fire. When that thing is snuffed out in you, it's a demonic attack. But you haven't called it demonic attack because you know all the people who cause the quenching of the joy in you. You know, so you blame them. But the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So forget the person who snuffed out the fire of joy in you and know that, say to yourself, hey, Satan is trying to seduce me. Yes, but because you know them, because you know that it was, it was um, Sarah, it was David, it was, what's your name? Rhoda, it was uh, two news. You rather, you rather pick up your battle with them. And the trick of the enemy begins to work on you. The trick of the enemy begins to work with you. It begins to work on you. And the, the joy of the Lord, which is your strength, which is your strength, it's your strength in the faith. It's the strength in believing in God. It's the strength in serving God. The strength in serving God comes from joy. Joy is one of the fruits of the spirit. Joy, joy, joy is different from happiness. In the in the in my in my local dialect, the word joy is is the word minche. Minche. You've heard the word for minche. Mincheric. Yes, minche. Minche literally means min. Min is inside. And then share is full. It means your inside is full. Yes. Your inside is full. My inside or your inside is satisfied. Yes, it's like there's, there's, there's a way. You can't even explain it. You can't even, it's like there's something inside of me. That it's like I don't need anything for, for anything in anything inside of me. Yes, it's called mean share. Mean share. Mean is my inside. Share is like it's like literally share is like arrived what is it some, something has shared it's like the thing has arrived so it's like my inside has arrived my inside doesn't need anything more it is it's at its destination that is joy may you have joy no this one you see I said may you have joy <laughs> Yeah. Sit down. Yes. Joy. You will never be seduced. Yes. Seductive spirits. To seduce somebody is to engage a person in a relationship and to lead a person astray. 
So seducing spirits keep you away from your duty and from what is right. Seducing spirits, a seducing spirit is sent to corrupt and to persuade you to engage in sexual immorality. Guides you into sexual immorality. There's an attractiveness about sex, isn't it? It's nice. It's exciting. You should enjoy it. But there's always, there's always an after effect of it. Yeah. So you see, people say they don't even like themselves. You see, beautiful girl. She doesn't even like herself. But you don't understand why. Yes, she's tasted of something that she doesn't. It, it leaves you. That's, that spirit is called belly yahal. That's, that's a Greek name for it. It makes you feel worthless. It's like I'm of Nova. So even when people are talking to you, say that no, you are a beautiful person, you're an intelligent person, you are nice. You hear, you hear other things, you feel, you feel they are mocking you. Because something has given you the feeling of worthlessness. It's like your confidence and your strength in serving God seems to be eroding away. As a seductive spirit. It led you astray. It led you to believe that you will enjoy. It's nice. It's good. You'll be cool. But at the end of it, when it's done with you, the feeling is worthlessness. It's like, no. No. And he said, you can't go back for it. One of the things you can't you can reverse is experience. Mm. You can't reverse experience. You've had it, you've got it. You need the Holy Spirit to heal. You need the Holy Spirit to heal you. So, a couple of examples, biblical examples, where people were seduced. Are you ready? One, Eve was seduced. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. It says, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Genesis chapter 3. I'm reading from verse 1. It says, and now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. You see, you see why, why you must, you must, if you like, treat the devil with a bit of respect. You understand what I mean by a bit of respect? Yes, because he's subtle. He's, he's capable. He's capable of deceiving the whole world. That's what the scripture say, says. That old serpent that is which deceiveth the whole world. So when someone can deceive the whole world, you have to know that you are not dealing with a child. You could even deceive your mother. Hey, you tried on your mother, she caught you. 
So subtle, plus more subtle than any beast. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of, of, of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. You will not die. Let's do it. You won't die. Nothing will happen. Let's do it. Let's do it. seduction. And she did it. The next example of somebody who was seduced is Ahab. First Kings chapter 22. Verse 19. And he said, hear thou, hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. Verse 20. And the Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall? Can you see that he will go and fall? It's like when you go, you will fall. The going is leading to a fall. The move you're about to make, that move is going to lead to a fall. So who would, who would go and seduce Ahab? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. Verse 21. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. I will persuade him. I will seduce him. I will make him do it. Everything you do, everything that happens, it's a spirit. Everything. He said, I will go, I will do it. When you're being stubborn, when you're being hard, when you're being spoken to, he said, the Lord said, the Lord said to uh, Moses, Moses and God, he said, I will harden, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. So as he was there saying, no, I won't do, I won't yield, I won't give in. What he didn't know was that he was under a spiritual attack. So he said, look, I will persuade him, verse 22. Now therefore, the Lord said unto him, wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit, a seducing spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. And that led to the end of um, Ahab. He was seduced and he was killed. The next example Let's read this verse as well. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next example of someone who was seduced or attempted to seduce was Satan attempted to seduce Jesus and he failed. He will also fail on, you, on your case. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And all the temptations, we know he failed. Now, very quickly, effects of demonic seduction. The effect. The effect. It's my prayer that you not be seduced. Never be seduced. When you hear the lies, the lies and the deception. You have to know that, no, this is Satan speaking. These are demons speaking. I can't give in. I can't yield. 
I shouldn't. And that's it. I think that's it. Maybe his spirit said that put on the whole armor of God. Because you'll be there and you are being spoken to. You are being counseled. You are being told. But you don't seem, you don't seem to be able to believe it. Yes. I think one of the difficult things in life is to see and to admit that you are wrong. And it's because of pride. It's because of pride. The Bible says there are multitude of counselors that say to you. So as soon as you hear someone say something, one, two, three, consider it. Consider it. Consider. Consider what is being said. No matter how convinced you feel about it, consider it. Consider what is being said and what is being told. Don't dismiss things. And wise people easily dismiss things. Consider what is being said. Check it in the light of scriptures. Get more counsel on that subject before you jump. Never say to yourself, I'll jump anyway. No. Counseling is talking. Means you need a lot of talking to before you can be saved. A lot of talking to. What do you have to do so to see? So the effects. First, first, first one. First one. The first effect of, of seduction is a seen in a compulsion to hide. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Now you know a lot about the presence of God and God and all that. So you can easily ask yourself that who hides from the presence of God? Who hides from the presence of God? Why will you hide? Hiding, hiding is the effect of seduction. As soon as, I'll, tell, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a good example. I'm, I'm reading from the book. As soon as you are asked, you see, your pastor I will ask you. Were you in church today? I didn't see you today. It means you are entering into the zone of hiding. Yes. Because, because, number one, it means that he knows you. Number two, it means that you are active. Number three, it means that he has a relationship with you. He talks to you. So, such a person is not someone who can go into hiding. Just like Adam. God comes to them all the time to fellowship. Now, he comes, he had to shout, God had to shout, Adam, where are you? It's not everybody who has come to church today that I'll ask. I didn't see you. Because I don't even know your name. I don't know the name of a lot of people here. But the few, the few that I can know and that I know, if I ever have to ask, I didn't see you in church. Where were you? And then, and then you answer and say that I was there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. If you are there, you must be visible. Because you're a visible person. You're a visible person. 
Can you imagine, can you imagine after church, I, I would go home tomorrow and then I, I send a message to Samson. Were you in church? Then he says, yes, I was there. I said, but I didn't see you. Why didn't I see you? Why didn't I see you? Why have you started hiding? Why are you hiding? What are you hiding from? What has made you hide? Why are you running away? <laughs> Why? Why? Someone who sits right here. Why are you hiding? What's the hiding for? What's the hiding about? Why, do, why don't you want to be close and near anymore? Which insect bit you? Or which snake did you meet? After the serpent had injected his venom, the first thing that Adam and Eve did was to hide. Was to hide. I mean, God forbid, can you imagine one day we can't, we can't see one of the prophet stars? And then, and then we ask, then we ask, but where are you? They say, oh, I was in church. I was there. And it's true. And, and it's not the person. It's true. The person was there. But the person is not visible anymore. The person is not in fellowship. A certain level of fellowship has been taken away. That's the effect of a seducing spirit. You begin and you start hiding. You start hiding. The scripture says that a wicked flee when no man pursues them. If you see if you see somebody running, is it the first thing you do when you're sent out? You see someone run. The first thing you do is to check what's coming, and then nothing is coming. The scripture says that that is the wicked. That's a wicked person. That's like an evil person. He's running. No man is pursuing him. Mm-hmm. Why are you running? Why are you running to a well? And what are you running from? And who is after you? And who says someone is coming after you? Who says somebody is not happy with you? Have you seen this scripture before? The wicked flee when no man pursueth. He's on the move and there's nobody after him. He's always constantly afraid of something and we all can't find what he's afraid of. You're grumpy. We don't know why you're grumpy. You're angry. We don't know why you're grumpy. You're angry. I mean, we don't understand why. Why are you angry? Why? What's happening? Mm. You are so upset. We don't know why you are upset. Can you please take time and explain to us what is offending you? But you can't. Someone someone swallowed the venom of a serpent. Have you been there when someone someone is upset with you? You didn't know that the person was upset with you. Has it happened to you? It's happened to me many times. Many times. Many times because of this same preaching, this same preaching. I was preaching my my preaching. You see, when when you preach, 
preaching is such a way that it cuts across. So sometimes, you see, sometimes, let me, tell, let me advise you so that so you, you even learn, you even master even the art of uh, pretending. If you want to master it. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. The, the pastor doesn't know everything. He doesn't know everything. It's the, it is, it is. Who is this Chelsea coach? It is. It is, are you listening to me? It is the word of God that knows everything. Yes. Let me show you. Darling. Darling, you don't know the verse that I want. But by now you should be able to read my mind. Oh, darling. Darling, let me see, let me see whether you pass this test. Clap for darling. Clap for her. <laughs> I said you should clap for her. Look. Ah. It says that the word of God is quick. That is, it's alive. Quick is an old English word for alive. It doesn't mean speed. Yes, it means it's alive. The word of God is quick. And then it is powerful. So see, when the word, if it is the word that is being preached, it will hit it will hit you really hard. Yeah. And then it is sharper. That is now it is comparing it to any sword that is in existence in this world. So it is sharper than any two-edged sword. That is it can cut you this way and cut you that way. It can slice you. How many of you can have been to church and you felt sliced? Sit down. Somebody said even today. <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. So you see, this is this is my insurance for preaching. Anytime, anytime you feel like becoming angry at me, remember he, 412. Remember Hebrews 412. And say, okay, he's free. So it will cut. Then it's able to pierce. Ooh. You see, there's there's cutting. And there's piercing. It's like tss, it's like you're being stabbed. Oh, but it is it is the word of God. That's a, that's the effect of the word. Then it says that even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Have you seen soul before in spirit? It's one of the it's one of the two words that are sometimes used interchangeably. You can't easily separate them, but the word of God can separate it. And of the joints and marrow. And then, this is the bit of, it is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Yes. That's what the Bible is able to do. It's like the, the word is a mind reader. It reads your mind. It reads your mind. Actually, the word is reading your mind. Say, so you, this is what you are thinking. And then because God loves you, when he reads your mind, then he, he allows the pastor to say something to heal your mind. Yes. That's why there's a song that says that you sent your word to heal us. Yes, you sent your word to heal us. Yes. Mm. 
may you be healed. Amen. So before you answer, you are, you are angry at somebody who doesn't know. So you are hiding for someone who doesn't even. That's when the person even thinks about you. you see, unless unless the pastor is a hypocrite, because if he's upset with, why will he check on you? If he doesn't see you, he will be thinking good riddance, good riddance of bad rubbish. If he didn't come, he should not come. He should clear off. But no, there is no feeling like that. You see, the person was checking on you. I didn't see you in church today. Like God comes into, and you see, and Adam and Eve thought that by now God is very mad at them. But God was just coming like he usually comes. He just come around. So you have to say, Adam, where are you? afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Ah, did God say, who told you? Who introduced the word naked to you? Hmm. And you see, and God knew how man could become to this day. So he said, has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee, thou shouldest not eat? So it's when your attitude changes, that's what the pastor can say that. Have you eaten of that tree? Have you, been, have you also been seduced? Have you also had that experience? Someone is talking to you. Someone has given you an idea because you've changed. You were so sweet, so sweet. A little, a little girl we had in the church. So sweet, so pleasant. Look at how you've become. I was in a meeting yesterday with some people and I was telling them that there are three tests for a lady. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was, I was telling them that I'm not, I'm not one of those who is easily impressed by a lady in the church. Like she's very around. I said, no, 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 I'm not at all. I said, there are some three tests. When they pass it, then, I, then yes, I'll say that, no, yes, this one is, is a minister. But I'm not, I'm not in a hurry to see who this girl is. Very wow. You may think that I think she's wow, but you don't know my mind. You can't decide for me. Yes. I said, test number one is beloved. The question of beloved. When that question comes. They tremble. That's, that's, that's where all their stubborn hormones is released into their body. They can't hear anything again. I said, that's test, that's test one. When they cross that, that one, I'll say, okay, no problem. Test two is marriage. Because when you, when you marry, you will discover that you are not as nice as you thought you were. And it has nothing to do with us. Because we, we are not at home with you. No, you, you, everybody, both male and female, you all discover, the, the guy will discover he's not as good and kind and loving as he thought he was. And the lady will discover she's not as beautiful. It's a test. How will you handle it? Because it's, 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 a, it's a very, it's marriage is a very humbling experience. Are you listening to me? It's a very humbling experience. 
when your best friend starts pointing out your faults to you. Oh, he, he's your best friend. You've liked him. You, 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 you stopped talking to your mother because of him. What a great mistake. Yes. Now he, the first, now the two of you, like, he's the one, because he's the one who corrects, he's the one who tells your hair is smelling. Hey! Hey! I mean, just to, just, just to be polite. There are other places he will comment on. There are other things you comment on. I'm just being polite. That's why I'm using your hair. Because of podcast. <laughs> yes. He sent his word to heal us. third test as children either having children or inability to have a child when you see the person cross these lines and then still is alive joyous loving God has a call See, I'm, I'm still LP I'm still LP they know yes this girl can be anointed and this girl can be trusted but not you where we are, the happy is. Oh, that's what I want. You're welcome. You're welcome, but I'm telling you in my mind that you know you have you 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 are not there yet. You need you need to go through the grill. Because a lot of them fail at beloved, which is, which is the easiest, easiest and simplest place. A lot of people fail there. We say, don't do this. That's when they will start telling you that you don't you don't know him. You don't know him, you know him. Go. We are here. Are we not here? We're here. We're here. Mm. You will not be seduced. Yes. Why are you not allowing me to finish my message? The second effect of demonic seduction is Genesis 3 and 9, he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Because he was afraid, he hid himself. That's what people did. Look, I can't follow God. This God, God, this church, church thing. So let me find something else to do and get some money because I don't want to be poor. You will think you are being smart, but you are operating in fear, fear of being poor. And it's not, it's not as though it's not as though not uh, working on a Sunday makes you a millionaire in one month. Not even in ten years. Please. Jesus said, no, I don't want to be possessed. Even tithe, you don't pay tithe. Hey. You are tithe, tithe. No, 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 no. Pay tithe. This, don't do this. Don't want to do this. Don't want to do that. I don't do this. I don't do that. 
don't do tight. I mean, tight, I'm not into tightening. Yeah. It's all fear. These are all fears. Fear, fear of failing in marriage. So they say, no, me, I won't marry. No, 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 come on. You will marry and you will do well. Hey, we are here. We'll train you. We'll coach you. We'll solve all your problems for you. You're the one who doesn't call me. If you call me, I'll come. The one who doesn't even call. If you call, I'll be there. Look, I've done, I've done, I've done marriage counseling from 7 p.m. to the following morning. I left, I left the home of that couple and went to work. Yeah. I arrived in the house and went to work. Yes, I have time. You think I don't have? I have time. I have time and I can talk. I can really talk and explain. You will explain, I will explain back to you. You will explain, I will explain, you're explaining to you. Oh, I have time. Yes. I sat in there. I sat in there. I sat in there. That lady has never forgotten me. She's always saying thank you. Yes. I sat in the house with the husband. Talking. From, I got it from seven p.m. I just came from work, had my shower, had something to eat, sat in my car and drove to their house. And I sat there from 7 p.m. When I was leaving, it was the following morning, I went from their house to work. Yes. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I see people say, this person is suffering unnecessarily. Because you see, because again, the seductive space is affected, so you are hiding. And you feel you are hiding something that is not known. But now, I'm even more experienced by the grace of God. I know more. I know more. The, the prescription I'll write to you. I'll not come to your house from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. No. But I'll give you the prescription. I'll be there. You say that they shall break you there. He knows things. He knows things. He just told me to do this. You can see the peace in their eyes. Yeah, they said their brother called me. He didn't even know that I was spoken to him. I was in there. He called. He said, he said, has my wife been to see you? I said, why? What have I done? He said, no. The house has changed. The house has changed. She's so, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering why she's changed. I said, brother, just enjoy it, okay? Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Don't be looking, don't be looking for the source. Just enjoy it. Believe her, accept her that she has also changed. And enjoy. But the fear of this, people don't want to do this, don't want to go here, don't want to enter into ministry. Don't want to, don't want to serve God, don't want to be a missionary. Afraid, afraid of this. This person, this happened to this one. This happened to this one. So I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. You're afraid. Yeah. So that you see, pastors' children, they don't want to be serious with God because they feel they attribute all their sufferings, all their sufferings to the church. Daddy was not there. Mommy was not here. 
daddy is here, always with this church member, he doesn't want to talk to your father, he's on the phone. And sometimes you don't know the price that uh, pastor's children, pastor's child, kids go through. As you are talking, you say, mm, I've been sending texts. He even happy birthday. I said to you, I've not even responded. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. She even just typed TX. Thanks. <laughs> you will not even type it back. Even happy birthday. Even happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Not that I have a problem or anything. It's his birthday. And I've sent you happy birthday. <laughs> you will not even, even TX. No, it's TX. <laughs> He's like, say, Tics. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, if your father, if you are, that's what I teach you, I tell them, if your, if your parents were pilots, you'd be happy. But they're also not at home. Or doctors on call. Be walking around saying, my, my father is a doctor. Or a banker who goes for meetings in Morocco, Tunisia. I have, I have, I have somebody like that in the church. When I, every flight I'm boarding, he's also boarding another one, the other terminal. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yes. You go, you go, I go. So you see, it, it makes me feel that I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything wrong. Because if, if I was not a pastor, I'll be working in a similar world. It means that I'll also be traveling. I won't be there. I won't be there. You go, I go. You go, I go. Yes. When I'm going, when I'm going to West Africa, he's going to North Africa. <laughs> then when we all when we all land, we come back. We check on each other. Are you back? Uh, yes, I'm back. No, but no, I have one more day. Yes, like that. Don't be afraid. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to serve God. It's a blessing to work for God. It, 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 is, it is worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Nobody can bless but God. Yes. You can, you can, sit, with your, you can sit with your children. You can sit with them 24-7. If God doesn't bless her, I tell you, if God doesn't bless, if God doesn't help, some of you, your, your strict mama, your strict mother, have, does she know you well? Does she know what you've been, you've been up to before? Your strict mama. I mean, she knows what you've been up to. Will she not have a heart attack? I met, I met someone's mom once, and she too, she won't keep quiet. Me, I'm the pastor of your child. I've not said anything about your child. When I say, I say oh, yeah, you're a nice child. You're so blessed to have her in the church. Then she will stand it with her friends, shouting. At the t- you see this kind of mothers who talk at the top of their voices. Shouting, and now say, oh, pastor, my daughter. She's so cool. She's a virgin. Look, I wanted to catch her mom. I want to say, if she if she's a veg, if she's a virgin, then I, I I'm Prince William. Then I'm the Prince of Dagnam. 
I wanted to hold the woman's mouth. I wanted to hold it and cap it. That's because the daughter was standing there. As the mother was talking, she was hugging me. She was, she was pinching me. So she doesn't know. I said, yes. I, I, was, I, was, I was just stroking her back and saying, relax. She will never know. I will not tell her. I will not tell her. Relax. Relax. She doesn't know. Does she know? Will she ever know? Never. If you don't want me to finish my sermon, you shall be delivered from every fear. Psalm 34 verse 4, I saw the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. You'll be delivered from all fears. So that's the second effect of seduction is fears. So now you're afraid of them. You're afraid of them. You you even feel like when someone looks at you as though they know something about you, but they don't know anything about you. Nobody knows anything. Yes. And then the third and final effect. Yes, it's three. Third effect is demonic seduction results in you being overconscious. Of certain things. Overconscious. Genesis 3.11. And he said. Who told thee that thou wast naked? Because now they are emphasizing on their nakedness. They're going to put fig leaves together. To make an apron. And a skirt. You see the effect of being led astray and you start emphasizing on things that are not so necessary. Yeah. The part of where people emphasize on color. It's your color. This, 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 this. And it hasn't helped anybody. Emphasizing on color doesn't help anybody. The color parts you people emphasize on tribes. from the brides. Both were, were her sisters. I don't know who is older. From the bride's sister, sister one called. Sister called another called. Sister two. Sister two. Both of them, they are complaining that their sister is going to marry somebody of a certain kind. And I shouldn't allow it. I said, ah, but marriage is a family thing. Why are you even calling me? You should have stopped it a long time ago. Then, Sister two, sister two, I know personally, I know her. So she has more boldness. And she came to me and she said to me that, you know, no matter what I say, Christianity, whatever, spiritual talks, this is where we are from. The way we are from is a very dangerous place. I said, how soon have you said, hey? <laughs> I said, hey, this one too. Is it a problem? But it seems to be a problem. So you see, you are over consciousness of 
differences and things causes more harm. What, what has caused more problems, more wars, more wars, fights, genocide? And what caused the genocide in Rwanda? Terrible differences. Terrible differences of people who speak the same language. I even thought it was two, two tribes that speak two different languages. I was surprised. The first time I went there, so I said, so what does your language say? I said, no, we speak the same language. They said, no. To kill almost a million. Just over emphasizing that this, you, you are like this, you, you are like that. You, you are male. You, you are female. Then, hey, problem starts. The trouble starts. You, you are like this. You, you are like that. No, no, these people, a lot of them are like this. So I can't be there. Troubles have started. You know, you're being offered salvation. Salvation, but you are overemphasizing something that is not so important. B, blind to differences. Because God made us all. God, and God made us the way we are. God who made us how we are. Whatever you are, it's God who made you that way. You have to learn to be blind. Because you don't know how God will perceive you and how God will treat you. I mean, if you are, if you are going to, if you're going to have a surgery, you're going to have heart surgery, are you going to lie there and say, I want my tribesman to come in? Even one day, one day some, someone, someone, someone was, was arguing and saying a lot, was talking a lot. But these people like um, this kind of what I call useless arguments. So that's why only Christians would be there. Only Christians. And say, hey, my brother, my brother, if you're going to have heart surgery and the surgery is from another faith, When you are preaching, you can add all the things you've been telling your faith. I say, your heart, your heart, you're about to die. And here is this person. As he's coming, he's chanting his own things. I said to him that, brother, I'll come. And I speak in tongues. You know me. I'm Rev. I'll come. Will you? So I ask him, will you prefer that I do that surgery or that man? <laughs> then he realized that he has not thought about what he's saying. He hasn't thought about it. He hasn't thought about it at all. I said, oh, I don't mind. I'll do it. <laughs> Just, I mean, the only certain conclusion is that you will die. <laughs> so it's, not, it's not a miracle service. It's not a miracle service. I'm cutting you up. I'm cutting you up, opening you up, doing heart bypass. I said, oh, I'll, I can offer to do it. You know me. We, we, all had, we all had communion yesterday. I'll come and do it. Monday, I'll be the first day. I'll do it. I'll wash my hands, everything, wear the gloves, wear the face. Say, let's, let's do it. What's happening? You hear me speaking in tongues. Kalaba, Shandelidi, Kalaba, Baba. So you see, overemphasizing on some things even makes you a fool. 
this. Give too much, too much this, too much that, too much I'm like this, too much I'm not like this, too much I don't like this, too much I don't like that, too much these people are like this, too much these people are like children, too much these people are like grown-ups, too much I don't, you see, too much, too much, too much, too much leaves you isolated. And Satan wants you to be isolated. He wants you to be isolated. He wants to isolate you. Too much, too much the fire, too much the, too much the dancing stars, too much the this place, too much. You see, it's like it's, it's too much. You meet some people, they say these first laugh people, they are too loud. Too, so, so, the, so the question is, the question is, would you rather go to hell than if God wants to save you in first laugh? Which one would you choose? Which one would you choose? Which one are you going to choose? Come on, which one are you going to choose? God has, sent, God has sent his people to you. This one comes from this hole. Why are you from first love? This one comes from this room. Why are you from the first love? This one comes from these stairs. You meet someone in the lift. First love. Everywhere you pass, first love. You say, this first love, people. Just give me first love. Oh, first love. First love. But that's what God is offering. You know, don't say first love. That's what God is offering. How many of you didn't like first love before you came to the church, before you joined? I can see some answer. Yes. Oh, but now you are here. Yes, I remember you. You say you want master seed. Now you are here. You too, you didn't like us. Yes. You say, yeah, master seed. Isn't it? You are, masters. You are the mammoth of master seed. Yes. Yes. But I'm also master seed. The first pastor of mustard seed. Yes. I was sent here to start mustard seed. I am mustard seed. I am mustard seed. <laughs> what do you think I was? I am mustard seed. Yes. I am mustard seed. Yes. I am I am mustard seed. your parents, I led them to Christ. I led your parents to Christ. Yes, I led them to Christ. In mustard seed. I did their marriage counseling. I officiated their wedding. In mustard seed. Yes. I'm, I, am, I am mustard. <laughs> yeah. Sit down. Sit down so we can close off. parents are my children. There were teenagers in the church. Nice people. His father was my bass guitarist. So I played the bass. One bass guitarist. So they used to all the mustard seed. You see, you've discovered. Now, now don't you like first love? Macy, don't you like it? Are you not in love with it? Really, really like it. I mean, you, you can't even wait for Sunday. Oh, stand up so that they'll know that I'm talking to a real human being. Stand up for us to see you. Yes. Yes. Tell us. Now, what, what, what do you like about first love? What do you like? Um, it's younger. There's not as many aunties and uncles. 
And what else do you like about first love? Sorry, say it again. Sorry, say it again. What else do you like about first love? The people, you're all vibrant and welcoming now, yes. Welcoming now, before they were not so welcoming. Not really. <laughs> but now they are very welcoming. Yeah, very welcoming now. Are you also welcoming now? Now that you're also here, are you, have you been welcoming others? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. What, what, what about, what about the, the, the preaching? What do you like about the preaching in first life? It's very anointed. Yeah, it's very anointed. And it always hits me. It hits me personally. Yeah. If you had to choose master seed and first love. I think I would, I would choose first love. Very, very good choice. Do not overemphasize things. Don't always be announcing that you are naked. That's what Adam and Eve were naked. Everything else, they forgot about fellowship with God, the blessings of being in the presence of God, the garden God has given to them. Every, they forgot about everything. The only thing they started thinking about is we are naked. Telling the pastor now, every time he sees me, he says, What's your name? I've told him, we have told him my name seven times. Seven times. This is the eighth time I'm about to tell him. Relax. Have mercy on the pastor, please. He's trying to get to know you. But you know what? Usually, people who have said that to me before they mention their name, I've never forgotten their names again. <laughs> Ask, what, what's your name? They say, oh, Bishop, this is the fourth time I'm telling you. <laughs> if I was a puppy, you see that my ears would be like, <laughs> it's like this time I'll never forget it. Never forget it. <laughs> How can I forget you? Me, I'm sure I'm going to ask you for the fifth time. I can't. Four is enough. Are you not blessed? And that they are going to bind the spirit of seduction. You will not be seduced. You will overcome the power of seduction. Everything has caused you to develop a tilt. Tilt in the church. Tilt in the faith. Don't feel that spirit is cursed today. It's going to have a sweet spirit. To flow. Stand to your feet. You want to pray for yourself, but Lord, heal me. Heal me from the effects of any seductive demon, seducing demon. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray. Pray. Bind it. Curse it. Destroy it. Destroy it. Reject it. 
pray for yourself. Pray. 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 Bind that spirit that tries to take you out. Remove you. Steal your joy. Affect your strength. Curse it. Curse it. Destroy it. from every venom of the enemy receive your freedom receive your deliverance from every stain of Satan and sin and the works of darkness Kaba Shaba Kataya Kapa Shiba Kataya Kapa Liba Kapa Shaya The effects of Satan is wiped away in the name of Jesus. Satan, I block you. I stop you. I cast you out. I bind your agents. I bind your representatives. I curse them. Kabai laba shaba daba kapaya. Kabai vitande laba diba kapaya. Yaya diados daya. Yaya diados daya. Yaya vitanda sadela batasa. Makabato lava. Lava sima. Lava biko. Lava piada. of Satan in your life. Curse it. Curse it. Any sign you can see, any trait you can see in your life, curse it. Fear. Curse fear. Curse hiding. Curse 
overly conscious of things in your life. Curse it. Curse it. Curse the spirit of fear. Curse the power that makes you hide. That wants to isolate you. That wants to keep you away from fellowship. Curse it. Destroy it. Curse the spirit of inferiority complex. Every complex. Curse it. Curse it. Destroy it. In the name of Jesus. Mashi. Mashima. 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 Mashima Desa. Mashima Doma. Mashima Vita. Mashimada. Curse it. In the name of Jesus. Destroy it. Kapa Tosapa. Kapa Fimata. Kapa Pitaya. Bind the spirit of fear. Bind the spirit of hiding. Bind the spirit of being overly conscious of anything. Makapa. Pasaya. I arrest all these powers. I arrest all these spirits. I bind them in the name of Jesus. I destroy them. Matashataya. Kabatipataya. Pratashapatosaya. Pletosapatosaya. Femibo. Femida. Femidama. Femidika. Femizote. Claim your victory. Claim your victory over Satan. Over his works. In the name of Jesus. You'll be victorious. You are more than a conqueror. You'll overcome. Mashataya Basaya. Pandola Batasataya. Pandola Bitasataya. Free yourself. Be liberated. Be liberated. Be liberated. Be liberated. In the power of the Spirit of God. Kladosi. Klatosi, 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 Mazindo la Tasaya, Priano Satala Bahaya, Plano Simalaba Tasaya, Plantola Bicopa Tasaya, Premi Bataya, Makalabashipata. Father, thank you. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for victory. Thank you for victory. Thank you for victory over devils, victory over demons, victory over every invisible enemy, Lord. Victory over the spirit of fear, Lord. I cast that spirit. I destroy that spirit. I declare you shall not operate in any life gathered here today. In the name of Jesus, I cast the spirit of hiding, the spirit of having a complex the spirit that is denying anyone from fellowship, sweet fellowship, from being effective, I 
bind and test that spirit in the name of Jesus. And now I declare over your life liberty. 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 I cut off the head of the anaconda. The snake spirit that has wrapped itself around anyone. I destroy that serpent in the name of Jesus. I declare today you are free. Free to serve. Free to worship. Free to live for God. Free to be fruitful. I declare victory over every sentencing of the enemy. I curse every prediction of Satan in Jesus' name. Father, thank you that your people are blessed. We shall see fruits. We shall see victories. And we shall see people that are fruitful and free to fellowship in your presence and to serve you. Thank you for giving us the victory today. Thank you for giving us the victory today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody screamed, Amen. Amen. Your amen is not screaming. Try one more time. You have the victory. You have the victory. You are victorious. I declare you are victorious. Nothing will hold you back. Put your hands down. Now every eye close, every head bowed. I want to pray for you especially. You are here today. Somebody invited you to church. Or you've been going to church somewhere or even here. But deep in your heart, you feel far from God. Far from God. Every time you hear altar calls and things, you feel it's not necessary, it's not important. Or maybe you've been longing to have this opportunity to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I am a sinner. I feel far from God. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to be a real Christian. I want to be a child of God. Pastor, please pray with me. Today is my day. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. You are here like that. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, can you just lift up your right hand? Wherever you are, and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. God bless you. I can see your hand. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. Keep it up. And I'll pray with you. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Today is your day. Today is your day. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. Lift up eyes so I can see you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see your hand. I can see your hands. I can see you. You also want to join in. You also must show. You also must show. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another time. It's the best decision you ever make for your life. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you all. I can see you far, all the way there. I can see you. You also want to join in. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing for me. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat and come. Come from wherever you are. Come. From the back, middle, wherever. Come. Come to Jesus today. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to come. You can come, come here, come, come, come. Even if you didn't lift up your hands, 
but you want to give your life to Jesus, still come. You want me to pray for you, still come. Come on, sing it. There is room. 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 Come to Jesus. Keep coming. There is room. Come. Don't waste time. You want to give your life to Jesus. New life. It's today. It's today. New life. New life. New ways. Real relationship with God. Come to Jesus. Come. Come. Yes. Though several have come, there's still room. Yes. with me let's say this prayer together if you're coming come quickly don't delay every eye closed every head bowed let's say this prayer together say this prayer after me especially those of you in front and everybody in this room let's say this prayer together say with me say heavenly father, heavenly father I, am a I am a sinner please forgive me, please forgive me. I am sorry for all the mistakes I've committed for all the bad things I have done I am very sorry please forgive me thank you for Jesus who died on the cross and rose up on the third day I believe in Jesus I believe Jesus is alive Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. I give myself to you. From today, you are my Savior. You are my Lord. And you are my Master. Now say thank you, Father, for accepting me. And making me a child of yours. Please help me. To obey you. And to live for you. Please write my name. In the book of life. Now say it boldly. Say I will no longer serve Satan. I will no longer listen to Satan. Satan I bind you. And I cast you out of my life. I belong to Jesus. I've been bought with the blood of Jesus. And I will serve Jesus. In Jesus name. Amen. Father I pray for all these precious ones in the front. Let them be established in your house. Help them Lord. Help them to serve you. Give them your Holy Spirit keep them in the faith, to strengthen them in the faith, Lord. Make them strong in you, Lord. Let them have life. Let them have hope, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Strengthen them, Lord. Let it be well with them, Lord. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your help, Lord. Thank you for the great help of salvation you've given to them today. 
Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, say a better amen. Amen. God bless you. Receive these gifts. God bless you. God bless you. Clap for them. One quick announcement for you. At the close of service, I need you to just come right here to my right-hand side. And we'll talk to you briefly before you go home. So stay to the end of the service. At the end of the service, just right here on my right-hand side. We'll speak to you briefly before you leave. God bless you and welcome to Jesus. Clap for them as they go back to their seats. Why is your clap suffering from anemia? Beautiful. We want to receive communion blood and the body of Christ. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength from day to
Always help somebody next to you who is struggling to open, to open. Always. Always remember, I keep reminding you. The blood of Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Father, I declare again, like Jesus declared, it is finished. Perfect work. Complete work. May every life represented here receive completion of every assignment and everything that needs to be done in their lives, Lord. Let it be done, Lord. Let it be finished. Let it be finished well. Let it be finished perfectly, Lord. Let their lives be complete, O oh God. Let nothing be said of them. If only the Lord will do this for me. Let today bring blessings into their lives, Lord. Thank you, Father, for a complete work. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Be healed. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.